welcome back episode whatever i don't know i'm not keeping track this is jay the painful space for you and those who have a desire to get somewhere better than where you were before a space that i've created sharing my shortcomings challenges and victories and all these different things problems solutions applications and results sometimes just commentary technology gaming all the things that i love i'm sharing with the world and making connections and, and creating bridges for others to cross to and from welcome so some announcements wait a minute oh let me let me give a shout out to those um so check this i have listeners in australia romania and germany that check that check for me i did not know that until i just happened to look at my stats and see that i have watched listeners there and shout out to you guys thank you so much for for checking for me and on my youtube channel i have um a watcher john a kiyoshi shout out to you um i love your channel by the way you're uh, budgeting the cash envelopes i think that's dope you know budgeting is very important we all need to do that and um i actually like to see to like watch your hands do the motions <laughs> and the things as you're doing the cash envelopes um thank you and to clash of the clans mania 2018 for your support and for watching my videos and commenting and messaging me on facebook thank you so much for your support and um yeah thank you so much for all of you guys anu for encouraging me to keep going with the podcast and for all those who are messaging me continuously and asking me oh where's your podcast and i miss your voice you know <laughs> thank you so much um i've just been a little busy and i'm back for for a time as i've entered a different phase or a different season of my life where i'm stepping more into reality and um become i've become in a, in a way disillusioned which is a good thing by some things and recognize my over idealization of things and reality came and uh greeted me <laughs> and i'm greeting it so uh things have just been changing so what's been new with me i'm working on the king of swords painting as you already know i've announced in a couple episodes ago i am doing an indiegogo campaign for an organization i'm a part of titled no peaking theater no peaking theater is an organization founded in 2012, based in Jersey City, New Jersey. And it's a theater that takes away the element of sight. So you're in a fully immersive theatrical experience where you're blindfolded and you're just in a different atmosphere. You're, you're tasting things even, you're, you're being touched, you're touching things and you're different, different smells, you're smelling different fragrances and things to put you in the atmosphere for the production. So for instance, if it's raining, you're gonna smell rainwater or if you're in a cafe, you're gonna smell coffee, you're gonna hear, you're gonna hear different things. You're gonna, you're gonna just, it's great. Um, I've attended six of the nine productions. I've written for two of them. And right now there is a current production we are working on titled The Shit Show. That's been written by Lily Jackson. She's based in California. And um, it's a reverse minstrel. It's, it's about racism through the eyes of Negrophilia versus Negrophobia. It's pretty interesting. I read the script and I'm sound designing for the script. And we're going to be going to California second week of July to put the show on. To get exposure for No Peaking Theater and then to bring the show over to Lily and crew. So we have an Indiegogo campaign. Hit me up for information or go to my Instagram at SourceCodeTyro. And that's spelled S-O-U-R-C-E-C-O-D-E-T-Y-R-O. -E -E there you'll find the link to my Indiegogo campaign. Donate. We're at like 12%. It's about five or six days left and we're trying to reach goal of nine thousand dollars 
flights have been booked already. We're already we already have our space reserved, but that money will really really help us to pay everyone and to um, and just to kind of like recuperate funds and it, it just really helps for the support. We've received twelve hundred so far, and I'm grateful to those who have donated. And um, yeah, thank you so much. Um, what else? I'm entering another creative phase or another creative season and I'm working on something that I will be sharing in, in a couple episodes maybe my next one I'm going to start to introduce what it's about and um I won't be so cryptic with it right you know but I just I'm really excited about it and I'm not going to say too much until it's out there but I've been illustrating children's books I'm halfway through a children's book I've worked I'm working on right now one I've worked on in the past a shout out to Nicola um and I am just grateful for the opportunities I've received from that. Um, shout out to the Burroughs. Thank you so much. Shout out to Isaiah and Ian Mosley and Brandon and all those who are in my corner and who are just presenting me opportunities, connecting me or raving about me and all these different things. You guys are extremely instrumental and have been really shaping my artistic identity all of you guys and nicola for, for shouting me out and giving me and handing my information over to another our author for another book i'm grateful to you um yeah so lots been going on uh some things i probably failed to mention and i will in time but um oh i'm also an artist for yay maker i think i've said that already but you can uh, find out your your next event with me on going on yay maker's website gamemaker.com uh, there's also a link um, on my website jgreenartofficial.com there you'll see as a matter of fact the, the Indiegogo campaign is on my website as well where you can go ahead and uh, donate but jgreenartofficial.com is where you'll find the next my next event with Gamemaker as well as donation information and all the stuff that I'm doing right now so check that out well I ramble because I want to get to this topic because it's it's something that I I love. There's certain topics I have an interest in, um, and over time we'll share more about that. But so in this world of artists, um, artistic connections and artistic networks is a is a big thing. Um, I speak, I, I don't know, I genuinely like creating networks and connections with people and, and having that social network, even online and offline, having different people to communicate with, me meeting new people. I like that. I have, I take pleasure in just meeting different people, despite my sometimes social awkwardness and, and moments where I am not really feeling social and just more observant and detached for a moment. I genuinely enjoy social networks and making connections. Um, I just notice here that in the artistic field that when it comes to creating or having or making artistic connections and networks with different people, it, there tends to be a bit of a, there's, there's, there's some issues that take place. Well, here I'll explain from my own personal experience. So um, for the longest, I've wanted to create or have connections with other artists like because i just want to and it was a point in the very very beginning where 
I just was like, I wanted to, I want, I want to meet, meet other fine artists and I want to be, I want to have like this, the study group with them. And I wanted to, like, I wanted just very isolated type of like very fixed group of fine artists, you know, those who paint in the traditional styles, the Renaissance styles. And, um, over time I, it came to, I came to realize that I genuinely just wanted like, what I wanted, which just wasn't realistic like and and the more i've grown the more i recognize that variety really really helps and it, and it makes you it opens up your mind and it expands your awareness and your perspective on so much so a lot of my desires for just one fixed artistic group kind of just went away and then i wanted to just meet other artists but artists that were reasonably skilled if that makes sense right so i said okay well as i got older i'm like i want an artistic network but then i had this dialogue with myself like well, what exactly do you want with this artistic network what do you want like a big study group like you're you're old like what do you want like do you want to feel like you can just go into a field and paint with everybody like there's meetup.com there's there's guilds all over the place you can definitely create it you can go and add yourself to a network if you want there's there's access everywhere and i was just like true but what do i what do i want like i don't know what i want so over time i recognized that i'd like a network where not only are we supportive of one another maybe emotionally or something like that i recognize that that's not necessarily that's not always going to happen because you can get emotional support from anyone <laughs> artist getting it from an artist is not going to make it any different honestly if i mean artists can can understand where you're coming from in most cases maybe if you're in a creative block or something like that but you can get artistic support on twitter by, by just adding to someone's you i mean i mean honestly you can find someone to help you in so many different situations if you're getting through some type of situation so i'm like okay well what is it that i want and i'm like all right well i know i like an artistic network where yes we can we can commune commune amongst one another yes share our different backgrounds and stories work together maybe collaborate in some type of project not necessarily on the same canvas or anything like that but just in a network, maybe even provide others opportunities for artistic opportunities that are more tailored to their particular skill set. Um, but I wanted a artistic network where that's where a lot of that was, a lot of those type of activities were going on. So it was it was geared towards building one another up or connecting one another. And it may be, it may be being some type of support to one another and maybe in, in artistic blockages or just needing someone to talk to, things like that. I mean, even, even all the way down to that. So um, I then recognized that I'm like, all right, well, I know I'd have to go out and step out of my comfort zone and meet people. And I became ready to. And then I met <laughs> Ian Mosley, Mr. Ian Mosley, who who saw me painting, and I shared this already, but he saw me painting, posting some artwork with my niece and nephew on my Instagram, and he connected me to some art, artistic opportunities to paint on his boat. And from there on forward, like Ian is extremely instrumental in my life. Like he 
is the one that put me out there and really helped shape my identity. Brandon as well, Brandon Roche, absolutely. Um, but Ian, Ian definitely like put me out on the on front street. <laughs> I'm on painting, I'm painting on boats and I'm like painting in different people's homes and all of a sudden like people are coming to me, coming to me with work and I'm, then Isaiah Crudup came in the picture, someone I went to school with, great, great brother. He's really been loving and kind and presented more people to connect to me and it's just it just went uphill from there but i recognized that i was being connected and as a result of that i was meeting new people and other artists and my confidence was was building so that i wanted to step out there and shake hands and and things like that i had i was on like facebook groups and stuff like that of like different artists within like my own ethnic group you know like there was a group called black artists united or something like that or there's like different like black groups and um for some reason at least from my observation it just appeared to be that um mm, no i won't say that i just recognize that artists supporting each other it's just not as common as i thought like it's really not common i noticed that when meeting other artists unless you're like in a very artistically centered place for example like a group exhibit maybe you're, you're doing like a pancakes and booze or oh shout out to dave for forwarding that to me too mr darrison um i sold some art there faithfully each time i signed up uh pancakes and booze philadelphia or maybe you're like doing like some group exhibition like a group thing and even then it's a little strange but when you're trying when you're an artist connecting to one another or you're trying to introduce yourself there's always like some very strange awkward dialogue and that could be due to many many different reasons you know some maybe are dealing with some things underneath the surface there may, may, may be some like lack of confidence or maybe they're depressed or maybe there's like self-doubt whatever it is or maybe they feel like they're they're a lot better off than you or it could be so many different things it's just it's rare to to actively remain in touch or to be connected to artists like that and um i was thinking to myself like maybe i'm just like too maybe i'm too idealistic and enthusiastic about this whole thing like maybe i have my my head set so high and unrealistic and, and what I expect from an artistic network or connection. But um, I've come out and I've supported other people's shows. I've come there and I've tried to make new people. And so far, one of the other artists that I've met, we still kind of keep in touch on social media. Two, two of them, actually. Um, it's just strange. It, I don't know like and it could be again it could be so many different things like maybe like i don't know i don't know it's just weird but i don't know maybe i'm thinking like it could be that these networks or these people may not see like people in general like just don't maybe see like what we could do knowing each other 
what what would our network or relationship build whatever the case is and there's always like this very strange awkward um it's very strange awkward type of interaction with artists and i don't know it's just weird it's always been weird to me you would think at least in my in my world i think because i've i'm kind of like oh i'll come see you i'll come support you i don't know i guess you just kind of think that everyone is like that and i guess not <laughs> like i don't know i feel like artists we don't get enough support from each other anyway so because i know that i'm like there i'm going to support you that's just what it is um but it's just strange to me like i see that i think that artists also tend to think like there's no real benefit f connecting with you because you don't have anything that you you're not getting me any money you're not you're not bringing me up in any way shape or form so what is me knowing you're going to do and i'm like well we have other needs outside of <laughs> money that other artists have been different paths that artists have been down and can help one another and maybe there's different connections and being a connector is is a great thing but we don't see that or we just we just tend to either look down or look past or whatever the case is or i mean some in some cases like when artists when you want to like box yourself into like like a style so maybe you're just an artist who enjoys fine art the, the very traditional renaissance style art which is something i do and although i'm not as practice <laughs> as i need to be um that's where i'm leaning that's why i lean towards more than anything and yes i do have I have work where I paint in acrylic and a lot of the paintings are very paint and sip friendly and you know very very um novice to to intermediate my love is in the traditional styles so um but typically you'll see artists who just who they want to box themselves into that style group and maybe just want connections and people in that particular style group and that's it or they may just fantasize about meeting others in that discipline and just that's just what it is and they don't expand themselves outside of that so maybe like a street artist would look past a fine artist and vice versa or like a digital artist would look past whomever you know that kind of stuff but again like i said like to me variety is the spice of life it just makes things so much more fascinating to me and um not everybody has to feel that way <laughs> it's like Variety is like the um, is like the the sour patch kid in the in the pack with just the leg missing, where the other ones are, are made whole. You have that one sour patch kid in the bag that has like no head. <laughs> you know, like that makes it interesting to me. But anyway, um, I will say that my connections though they have been they have been made offline, but again through like people who aren't artists they've been made through through they've been made through people who just want me to do well but when it comes from an artist to artist situation it's so rare like you would think though hey, hey like i know this is your style and i know someone looking for this type of work here you go i rarely see artists doing that it's always someone else like there's different people who are not photographers or who who are not painters 
that are presenting me opportunities for these places and they're hardly ever artists. And I'm just thinking to myself like, hmm, this is, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I find it interesting that like, you know, if artists, if we had other people in our circles and we knew their strengths or their weaknesses, we could put them and give them paid work. So my thoughts were, hey, why not you be some type of, or, or create an, a situation or create an, uh, maybe a hub or organization or something along those lines where you can connect other artists to getting paid work. Yes, some people will say, well, build your portfolio and work hard and get your work up on your own. But in cases, some people really don't know how to market themselves and then everybody is accessible to social media. I think that having a space like that, maybe where someone is, that they do have those connections to maybe different talent ref referrals or whatever the case is, can provide opportunities to photographers or, or digital artists or oil painters, acrylic artists, mixed media artists, installation artists, all types of different artists out here in these streets that just are working really hard and not being seen or not receiving work or not getting getting money for what they have such a strong labor with or their did that their passion i'll just use that word for now um and of course yeah i would you know i would of course encourage you to have a regular paying job to fund that however having that opportunity is just as great you know um i see a lot of people on social media talking about like what is it like those collaborations oh i'm looking to collab and and so many artists are like they roll their eyes at that idea like i want to collab i want to collab and i and i get why because half the people who offer those opportunities to collab are on some fuck shit like they don't they're not really uh they're not really serious about it or perhaps their skill level is just not to where that other artist is and it just doesn't work for them you know what i mean so it's just kind of like ah i don't want you i don't want you in my space like <laughs> I, I get that. Like, I get it. Uh, just don't be so quick to just pass up opportunities because you never know who those people know. And most of the time, I, honestly, it's who you know that really, if you're looking for to be exposed or to be put on, it's really about who you know. You never know, you know, who these people you look down upon could do for you. So although people coming to you for collaborations may not be something you like but hey you never know who that person knows or what ties they have and uh you know i'm just saying that's just i'm just saying i wouldn't say sacrifice your artistic integrity but you never you never know you never know um but yeah we just there's there's, there's different reasons as to why i guess we kind of like are so anti-social to a degree not really anti-social but just kind of in our own boxes and bubbles it's a lot of us have to protect our emotional energy in our space and having people interfering with that and having demands of us kind of like we feel like we're being robbed from our time to to be creative and artists especially like myself when i'm in my studio space don't come in there don't ask to be in there. Don't bother me. Anything outside of this room where I'm, I am void of time and space, like I'm completely, I forget all about time in this room. Do not play yourself. 
and like call yourself trying to invite yourself in my space because you will get cussed out all the way um so i understand i totally understand why people are the way they are with their when it comes to their they're kind of like being a little away from the world i also just think that for those artists who are a little anti or just kind of like they tend to be hermits if you're looking to build and you're looking to develop as an artist you're going to have to step out of that that space you're going to have to that's the only solution if you're looking to obtain more work if you're looking to build more relationships or if you want if you want to get more paid work you're you're your own business so you're going to have to present yourself in that manner it's the only way that you're going to get there. You're, you know, a lot of you, a lot of you, but a lot of people kind of like wait on this, this magical moment to kind of just pull them from their, the, the privacy of their home and then bring them to this, this mag, this magical space of fame and fortune while they hide in their room all day long. And I'm like, no, it's, it's not, that's not how this thing is. This is, this is a business. This is work. You got to step up out of there, you know, and those connections and relationships are extremely important. So they may not necessarily be artistic uh, connections and networks, although I think that they would be good to have. And by artistic network, I don't necessarily mean of having a network where you're talking to somebody every day or every so often. I mean, just, just having that, that knowing or that knowledge of people, of, of people knowing that they're around and are accessible um, and they're supporting one another and still being honored of uh, honorable or still being respectful rather of each other's time you know and people know what I'm trying to say I don't have to break it down to the to the full T but it helps to know like what does he mean by like what do you mean and it just helps to, to kind of make it to make it plain so if you're an artist or you're someone who wants to create more connections or you want people to support or to be around and support each other or you want that that kind of like network maybe you could be the one that create projects and artists could join so maybe you have a foot up somewhere in your net in your neighborhood or your communities whatever it is and you say okay well hey i know such and such would benefit from this maybe i create a project maybe i create a joint artistic project and I'll use my ties, my political ties, whatever ties I have with people in my area to put on something for the city or to put on something for whatever the case is or the my, my neighborhood, my whatever. Create projects around where other artists can join. Or maybe you need to work on your skills, like be more practiced. And perhaps your practice sometimes people don't want to work with you or people don't want to even see you because your skill level is not up to par so if your skill level was a little better maybe you would receive more attention or you'd be able to get the attention of other artists you'd be recognized like if you some of you some people genuinely who want these connections and stuff like that they genuinely just want tutelage they want people to they want people to teach them without them having to go to a formal education that's another thing now if that's what you want be prepared to pay somebody because <laughs> i just nah be prepared to pay somebody 
uh, or just maybe at the end of the day, maybe this whole thing is not for you. Like maybe having an artistic network is just not something that you need to be focusing on right now. Maybe you're the one that's supposed to spearhead something totally different in the artistic lane that's just for you. Maybe it requires something that maybe the job for you is is in a more public social sense maybe it's something that you are the head of and other people then are supporting and it may not be just this network of just of meeting of the minds and having a quiet artistic study group or <laughs> you know i'm joking when i say that but um i just recommend if you have if you have a goal of what you're looking for in this, of these networks that you like to make or these collabs you want to make, consider how the other artists can benefit. Consider what you can bring. Consider your skill level. Consider all these different things. Like think hard about this. Consider, think about what you exactly want. And then you'll have a better scope of like, is this for me? Should I devote all my energy and time focusing on this this network or should I just continue to work on my my skill set and just be more public? Because sometimes those social media connections of those artists in these groups eh not necessarily it. But um that's all. I wanted to jump in and say artists, I love you guys despite the ones who you know, just act funny. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no names because artists they, they tend to be a little funny acting when it comes to other artists. I don't know why. There's there's a degree of like pretension, there's a degree of like arrogance, whatever it is. I can see it, I can taste it, I can smell it. And um it is what it is. Some artists work really, really hard, and to see other artists maybe less practiced than them doing well or receiving public recognition for something that they deem as mediocre, I get it. I get it, trust me, I get it. However, um, there's room for everyone, there's space for everyone, and uh, don't focus on that too much. So, with all that said, I'll be releasing part two, three, and four of my tarot conversation that I'm having with host of Liminal Belongings podcast, Gloria Steele. And after I drop all four, the, the rest of those, the, the remaining three of those, um, then will come the, the bigger piece of Justin. <laughs> All right, so I'm out. Uh, follow me on Instagram, The Painted Fool. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook. Just search my name. So that goal, that desire for me right now, that goal for an artistic network has evolved to me wanting to create opportunities for artists to get paid work in some way shape or form and i'm going to figure that out i'm going to do it if someone else does it for me or does it ahead of me great <laughs> but uh yeah so i'm out peace